Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shishma Singh. Let us start discussion on chapter 4, the market as a social institution. And our topic is social organization of markets, traditional business communities. Many sociological studies of the Indian economy has focused on traditional merchant communities or caste such as the Nakaratars. As you have already learned, there is a close connection between the caste system and the economy. In terms of the land holding, occupational differentiation and so on. This is also true in the case of trade and markets. In fact, Vaishyas constitute one of the four Varnas, an indication of the importance of the merchant and of trade or business in the Indian society since ancient times. However, like the other Varnas, Vaishyas is often a statue status that is claimed or aspired to rather than a fixed identity or social status. Although there are Vaishya communities such as Baniyas in North India whose traditional occupation has been trade or commerce for a long time. There are some caste groups that have entered into trade. Such groups tend to acquire or claim Vaishya status in the process of upward mobility, like the history of all caste communities. In most cases, there is a complex relationship between caste status or identity and caste practices, including occupation. The traditional business communities in India include not only Vaishyas, but also other groups with distinctive religious or other community identities. Merchant communities did not, such as Parsis, Sindhis, Bohras or Jains, always have a high status in the society. For instance, during the colonial period, the long distance trade in salt was controlled by marginalized tribal group, the Banjaras. In each case, the particular nature of community institutions and ethos gives rise to a different organization and practice of business. To understand the operation of market in India, both in earlier periods and at present, we can examine how specific arena of business are controlled by particular communities. One of the reasons for this caste-based specialization is that trade and commerce often operate through caste and kinship networks. As we have seen in the case of the Nakatars, because businessmen are more likely to trust others of their own community or kin group. They tend to do business within such networks rather than with other outside. And this tends to create a caste monopoly within certain areas of business. Now let us move to the next point, colonialism and the emergence of new markets. The advent of colonialism in India produced major upheavals in the 
economy, causing disruption in production, trade and agriculture. A well-known example is the demise of the handloom industry due to the flooding of market with cheap manufactured textiles from England. Although pre-colonial India already had a complex monetized economy, most historians consider the colonial period to be the turning point. In the colonial era, India began to be more fully linked to the world capitalist economy. Before being colonized by the British, India was a major supplier of manufactured goods to the world market. After colonization, she became a source of raw materials and agricultural products and a consumer of manufactured goods, both largely for the benefit of industrialized England. At the same time, new groups, especially the Europeans, entered into trade and business, sometimes in alliance with existing merchant communities and in some cases by forcing them out. But rather than completely overturning existing economic institutions, the expansion of the market economy in India provided new opportunities to some merchant communities which were able to improve their position by reorienting themselves to changing economic circumstances. In some cases, new communities emerged to take advantage of the economic opportunities provided by colonialism and continue to hold economic power even after independence. A good example of this process is provided by the Marwadis, probably the most widespread and best known business community in India, represented by leading industrial families such as the Birlas. The community also includes shopkeepers and small traders in the bazaars of towns throughout the country. The Marwadis became a successful business community only during the colonial period, when they took advantage of new opportunities in colonial cities such as Calcutta and settled throughout the country to carry out trade and money lending. Like the Nakartars, the success of Marwadis rested on their extensive social networks which created the relations of trust necessary to operate their banking system. Many Marwadi families accumulated enough wealth to become moneylenders and by acting as bankers also helped the commercial expansion of the business in India. By the late colonial period and after independence, some themselves into modern industrial Marwadi's family transformed and even today Marwadi control more of India's industry than any other community. This story of emergence of a new business community under colonialism and its transformation from small migrant traders to merchant bankers to industrialists illustrate the importance of 
the social context in economic processes. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.